It's the Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, je m'appelle Simon Marcel. Welcome to the Rendezvous. I'm going to start the show with a little story I've had because um, a friend of mine started a relationship or thinks he's starting a relationship with a, a woman and it's just been about, I don't know, a month and a half. And he said, I'm not sure I can trust her. And, and then he asked me that question, which I want to ask you now. He said to me, he said, can you have a relationship with that trust? So I wanted to know what you thought about this and actually posted that question. If you follow us on Instagram or social media, it's at Ronnie Radio. Here's what you said to the question, can you have a relationship with that trust? A hundred percent of you said, not a chance. Of course, zero percent said it's possible. And I agree with that. With that trust, you cannot build a friendship. You cannot build a relationship. You cannot build a business without trust, you built absolutely nothing but disaster. So don't ever think that a healthy relationship works without trust. If you have any questions about that or your relationship, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Aria. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What is up with you? How can I help you this evening? All right, Simon. So I just don't know what to do. I've mm -hmm. been seeing this guy who's my boyfriend now for about three months. Okay. And we had to talk about whether we wanted to be exclusive or not. And neither of us were seeing anyone else. So we decided, you know, to be exclusive. So the other night I was at his house and I found a fake eyelash in his bed. A fake and, eyelash in his bed. Yeah, yeah. And mm. I don't wear fake eyelashes, so I know that it's not mine, but I haven't asked him about it yet, and I just really don't know what to do. Like, should I confront him? Should I not? Like, I just don't know. Okay. We're going to assume that's not his either, right? We, he doesn't wear that. Uh, I, I, I hope not, but maybe that's a question I should ask. <laughs> I mean, so, uh, but you guys are officially exclusive right now, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. I mean, let's try to be positive. Does he has a housekeeping woman that could have, you know, does he has? No, he doesn't have housekeepers. All right, no housekeepers. Well, listen, I don't see why you wouldn't ask. I think that um, it's much better to have the yeah. truth and confront and, and move on positively or negatively, stay or leave on the truth than on a doubt. So yeah. I would say, listen, here's what I found. Um, we discussed we're exclusive, so uh, if you're seeing other people, I need to know because we're breaking the exclusivity that we agreed to, and I need to rethink if I'm staying in this or not. Just please tell me the truth. Who are the eyelash from? I don't need the name. I just need to know if you have other partners, and, and it's been three months, but you know you don't need to lie, and if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. Right. Yeah. I just really like him, and I don't want to cause like too much commotion, but I guess I deserve well, to know. Well, I mean, you don't want to deserve co too much commotion, but uh, he creates commotion if he's having ooh-la-la with somebody else after yeah. you and him agreed. It's exclusive. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> that's, I'm that's, not doing that. Exactly. So that's more commotion than you want to have in your life. Once you have the DTR, they find the relationship, talk. You have to stick to it. I'm strong on yeah. that. So. All right, so Aya, ask him what happened and go from there. All right, awesome. Thank you so much. All right, good luck to you et bonsoir. Right. Bonsoir. That leads to a key question. When you're in a relationship, should you ask every time you have a doubt or there's some things you shouldn't ever ask? Let's talk about that next.
So my last caller, Aria, called me because she found a fake eyelash in her boyfriend's bed. And they're exclusive. So she said to me, I don't want to cause rockers or problems, but what do I do? And I said, you should ask him. You have, once you're exclusive. And because it's exclusive and it's a DTR, they find a relationship, we got to stick to it. If we can't trust people we are exclusive with, Houston, we have a problem. But to the question of how much should we ask, okay, that's a key question. When you're in a relationship, you have doubts, you have insecurity, and then you have reality, like Aria founding a fake eyelash in a boyfriend's bed. She got to ask. But now there's things like, should you ask your partner how many people he's been with before you? No. Should you ask your partner how it was before they met you with their last partner? No. There's many things we shouldn't ask because we have to be respectful of people's past. So what we can ask, all about here and now. What we shouldn't ask, things about the past. Now, I've learned the lesson the hard way, so let me tell you a little personal story of one of my many mistakes coming up next on The Rendezvous. So you know when I say, don't do like me, do better than me? Now listen to this story. So when I was young, silly, and knew nothing about nothing in my 20s, I thought you could ask, you know, uh, a partner about, you know, how many people they've had Udalawis, how was it with the last guy, and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And I was dating this uh, wonderful, wonderful American woman, and I bombarded her with questions over and over, all based on my silly insecurity at the time. And she would not answer or laugh, and one day she had enough. And she said, Simon, put that insecurity in check. It's just too much. And I said, oh, if I don't trust you, if you can answer, you know, you're lying or something like this. And I made a big circus about it. She dumped my derriere, just like that. And then I realized that what's in the past is none of my business. So don't do like I did. Do better than I did. Don't ask questions about the past that is none of our business. And your actual relationship would be more peaceful. You call that next. If you have a question about your relationship, just call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Zoe. Bonjour, Simon. <laughs> Hi, what's going on? So I've been dating a guy um, for the last two months, and he's been a really sweet, really good guy. Um, but on our last date, he asked me if it was possible or okay for him to track uh, my GPS location on my phone. What? You yeah. To, what, what's the reason to do that? So he claims to be uh, having a little bit of trust issues because he had been cheated on before in his prior relationship and thought that, you know, maybe putting a GPS location on my phone would help him with that. I so see. I don't, um, I don't know if it's a good the, idea or not. Well, I mean, before I answer, how do you feel about it? I'm not sure. I mean, it's it's pretty new, new relationship. I don't know if I want to start off by giving him my location. I mean, we just started dating only two months. Exactly. I mean, he could also propose to put a leash on you, right? And uh, <laughs> and just yeah, check. it just seems right. a little odd to make that request. Uh, uh, more than odd, it's the symptoms of insecurity expressed in a very uh, direct way. Listen, I would say no, 100 percent. No one should give the GPS to their partner. Where are we? Unless we're in danger during, uh, you know, it's a special weather thing, or if, 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 if I don't know, if there's riots or some, some reason for your safety. I think, Zoe, that this guy, I would really question myself. Do I want to date a guy who's so insecure that 
you know. And then tell him, I said, you know, a GPS on me is like an electronic leash on me, and that's not going to happen. Um, and and I think you have to be strong right now and tell him absolutely not. And if he doesn't like it, he can kiss you bye bye. I think we have to be very firm because all of this leads to abuse. This is this I want to control you. I, you know, I'm concerned by you. But this is insecure. You know, person who's freaking out. He should yeah. go to a shrink. That's what he should do. Oh, I think yeah, yeah. Now that you put it that way, an electronic leash would not be fun for me. No, I don't exactly. Want you know, you could put it around <laughs> your neck, and then it would be electronic, like the dogs have, so they can't get out of the garden of the yard. Yeah. You know, they have yeah. that around yard. So, yeah. uh, absolutely not, right? And um, ask yourself: Do I want to continue to date somebody who even proposed that, and then decide what's best for you? But keep an eye open. This guy's major insecurity. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm going to have to talk to him about that and, and put a stop to it now before he, you know, gets crazier with his requests. Absolutely. So good luck to you. Be strong and no no electronic leash for you. That's not going to happen. <laughs> That's right. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Good night, Zoe. Good night, Simon. Now I'm changing gears and going to answer an email because somebody was about to get married and something happened, and I want to know what happened, and how can I help them. So that is coming up next. Say you have a question for me, you know, you know, after the show hours, and something you want to ask me, don't hesitate. Just send me an email at therendezvous.com, and I'll get to it. Like for this one, Miranda, what's going on with Oscar and his fiancé? Oscar says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Oscar. My fiancé and I are all set to get married in six months, and now she's saying that she wants to postpone the wedding because her best friend, who's her maid of honor, is pregnant and the due date is very close to our wedding date. I don't want to postpone, and now she's making me feel like a jerk about it. It feels to me like she's choosing her friend over me. What should I do? Ah, that's a good question, Oscar. What should you do if you guys are all ready to get married in six months, but your fiancé wants to respect the fact that her best friend and maid of honor is pregnant and the due date is too close to the wedding date. So let me tell you what I would do if I were you. Next. What would you do if you're an Oscar who just sent me that email? Basically, he and his fiancée are all set to get married in six months. But now his fiancée said that she wants to postpone their wedding because her best friend and maid of honor is pregnant and the due date is just too close to their wedding date. Oscar, here's my advice. I think you should remind your fiancé, A, how much it takes time and complications and so many things to, uh, to solve before all the wedding dates and details are in place, and that's the case now. How much money is already spent, you know, you have to reserve this and that, and that's very costly. And finally, that it's more important that the wedding happens than her being not there. It sucks that maybe she's not going to be there, but hey, that's life, and... Um, I think she'll understand. You've got to be direct. You've got to be showing the importance of the unions of both of you, more important than, you know, a friend or a best friend coming or not coming, no matter what the reasons are. That's my advice. Any other questions, please call me, 855-905-8255. Say something happened to you in your relationship and you're not sure what to do, well, just call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Larissa. Bonjour, Simon. Um, okay, so I'm, I'm a little embarrassed to say this, but uh, I've been dating this guy for a few weeks. And I mean, he's great, but 
um, we finally had Uluma, and uh, he he fell asleep a few minutes in. Ooh. And yeah, I mean, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about that. Like that's never happened to me before, but uh, it was mortifying, and I don't, know, I didn't really know what to do, so I just got up and I left, and uh, I, don't, I haven't really brought it up to him since, and he hasn't really mentioned it either, but. I don't know. I'm just, I'm so embarrassed. And he asked me to come over tomorrow. And I'm just, I don't know. I, I'm wondering if, should I bring it up or just try to let it go? Or I don't know. So, don't yeah, yeah. Um, he fell asleep in the middle of the ulala at the end. Or, I mean, during really the ulala, like you said, like, is that? I mean, it was like, a, it was like a few minutes in. So it was kind of like, in the, like, I would say early middle. <laughs> okay. So, and how old is this gentleman? Oh, 28. Right. So way too young to fall asleep like that. Okay. Yeah. So if, if you like the guy, would you, would you like to give him a second chance? So Larissa, you said, no, that's enough for me. What, where, where do you stand? I do like him. I just, I feel so embarrassed. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It kind of made me feel, I guess, kind of insecure. Like, I, like, I don't know if oh, I'm but not enough or not attractive enough. Oh, no, no, no. This is not about you. It's on him. It's it's nothing like that. Listen, I, you know, I don't know if he takes antidepressant or if he takes, you know, anti-anxiety pills. That can happen too. I don't know what medicine he's on. That can impact him. Many things can have happened. So let's just clear the past. Don't listen. If it's the first time it happens to you, all the other lovers you've had never, you know, fell asleep. So I would not put that on you. But maybe he has a medical condition. Maybe... I don't know. I like the idea to give the guy a second chance. And if you ulala again, and, he, and if he does it again, then I would not give him a third chance. If it's that in the chemistry is not meant to be and the universe is not on the ulala side with you and him, you can't fight the universe. You just stop. Yeah. All right. Thank you so okay. much. I appreciate it. Please don't feel bad a second more. It's, it's not on you. It's on him. Okay. All right. Man, give it, oh man. Give it another shot. <laughs> that, yes, that's his last chance. Thank you, Larissa, for your call, and, and good luck with everything. Good night, Simon. Good night, Larissa. Following this call, i got to ask you this. How much should you base the future of your relationship on the first ooh you have with a new partner? That's next. Question for you on the rendezvous. How much, honestly, do you base the future of a new relationship on the first ulala you have with your partner. Actually, I'm going to also post that question on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. But here's the thing. My last girl, Larissa, said she was very embarrassed because the man she's been dating for a while, they had the first ulala, and he fell asleep on her. And she felt very embarrassed. I said, let's give him a second chance because maybe he's on medication or whatever. Because I don't know how you feel about the importance of the first ulala. But for me, it's not the most important. No. The first ulala is a, it's like a test drive. You, it, so many things can happen. So I don't know if you agree with me or not, but I'm going to tell you a personal story about why I changed my mind about the importance or not of our first ulala in a new relationship. So stay with me. That true story is coming up next. So I don't know how important for you is the first ulala you ever have together. But I changed my mind about it because when I was younger, I was like, oh, my God, this, if this is good, this is the love of my life. And then I get a bit older, 
And I realized you get to know each other and the better it becomes. And sometimes you have the most awkward ooh-la-la and it doesn't work well and then too much pressure. It doesn't mean a couple of weeks later, a couple of months later, you're not you know, the best lovers together. So I've made my mistake. I thought it was all about ooh-la-la on the first night. And then I realized with yours that this is not about this. It's the building up of a connection, of a trust, of a bond between two human beings. And that is not just about a technique or about a way or even the timing of the ooh But that's just me. We'll see how you feel on my social media. Go vote at Rendezvous Radio. How important is the first ooh in your relationship? And now, your calls and your questions are next. If you've been touched by love or by romance, don't be selfish. Share this experience with me on the rendezvous at 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Adèle. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Adèle. So I'm excited because I believe someone did something very romantic for you, and I want to know what it is and what happened. Okay, so here's what happened. I had an important work conference, and it just so happened to fall on a big birthday, the big 3-0, and I was so bummed that I had to go out of town. And I even asked my boyfriend to come with me because it was mm-hmm. in Miami, and I thought it would be really fun if we could even just put our feet on the sand together even once like I love the beach it's my favorite place to be but he said he was really busy and so whatever I just thought okay fine I'm just gonna be strong we'll celebrate when I get back Uh, the conference week came up and I got on the plane and when I checked into the hotel I was pretty depressed but when I got to my room there were like five bouquets of roses around the room and they each had a really sweet little note but that's not all I mean that in that in itself was so sweet and wonderful so I went to sleep and they felt a little better Mm -hmm. um but the last day of the conference was my birthday and as I was like toughing it out um my phone rang and it was Aiden my boyfriend and he sang me happy birthday and then he said go to the lobby and Guess who was there waiting for me with balloons? Who? <laughs> um, he was there. Like Oh, he was there? He was there. He came. Yeah, he came all the way to the conference. He came oh. all the way to Miami for my birthday. I was so shocked. I, I just started crying, and I got through the last couple hours of the day, and then he had rented a convertible, and we drove to the beach. How, how did that make you feel when you saw him in the lobby? Like, how surprised? What was the emotions oh, that you goodness. went through? I, I was shocked. I was holding my sweater, and I just, like, dropped it on the ground. I could not believe it because I, I just started crying immediately. It was so beautiful, you know, I... just seeing your boyfriend there, seeing your partner <laughs> there, like, showing up. It was just amazing. I love that. That's Nadel. Thank you so much. It deserves credit. You got to give some credit to this boyfriend of yours. And Thanks. when it's his birthday, you remember what he did for yours, right? So you got to. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I have to think of something really good now. You know it. You better. So thank you so much for sharing. And I'm, I'm glad uh, that, that he did that for you. I mean, that's, that's, this, this show is all about that. And thank you for sharing that unique romantic uh, day you've had with him. Of course. Good night, Simon. Good night, Adele. Changing gears is a would-you-rather question, so listen up. Would you rather know every single detail of your partner's ooh-la-la history or know nothing about it at all? We're going to talk about that next on The Rendezvous. Last question of the show. Would you rather know every single detail of your partner's ooh-la-la history or know nothing about it at all? 
So interestingly enough, because I posted that on social media, here are the results of the votes, and thanks for voting massively. I really appreciate that. So 79% of you said ignorance is bliss, and 21% of you said give me the details. And I don't want to know anything, so I don't want to know any of your history. That's in the past. That's before we met. None of my business. On that note, thanks again for listening to The Rendezvous. Any questions, you can always email me at therendezvousshow.com 24-7, and we'll get to it. Merci et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.